Hello and happy Lent. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 132. Lord, remember David, all the ways he suffered and how he swore to the Lord, how he promised the strong one of Jacob, I won't enter my house, won't get into my bed, I won't let my eyes close, won't let my eyelids sleep, until I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling place for the strong one of Jacob. Yes, we heard about it in Ephrathah, we found it in the fields of Jar, let's enter God's dwelling place, let's worship at the place God rests his feet. Get up, Lord, go to your residence, you and your powerful covenant chest. Let your priests be dressed in righteousness. Let your faithful shout out with joy. And for the sake of your servant David, do not reject your anointed one. The Lord swore to David a true promise that God won't take back. I will put one of your own children on your throne. And if your children keep my covenant and the laws that I will teach them, then their children too will rule on your throne forever. Because the Lord chose Zion, he wanted it for his home. This is my residence forever. I will live here because I wanted it for myself. I will most certainly bless its food supply. I will fill its needy full of food. I will dress its priests in salvation, and its faithful will shout out loud with joy. It is there that I will make David's strength thrive. I will prepare a lamp for my anointed one there. I will dress his enemies in shame, but the crown he wears will shine. Our Old Testament reading comes out of the book of Exodus, chapter 7, verse 25, through chapter 8, verse 19. Seven days went by after the Lord had struck the Nile River. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh and tell him, This is what the Lord says, Let my people go so that they can worship me. If you refuse to let them go, then I'll send a plague of frogs over your whole country. The Nile will overflow with frogs. They'll get into your palace, into your bedroom, and onto your bed, into your officials' houses, and among all your people, and even into your ovens and bread pans. The frogs will crawl up on you, your people, and all your officials. And the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, stretch out your hand with your shepherd's rod over the rivers, the canals, and the marshes, and make the frogs crawl up all over the land of Egypt. So Aaron stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt, The frogs crawled up and covered the land of Egypt. However, the Egyptian religious experts were able to do the same thing by their secret knowledge. They too made frogs crawl up onto the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron and said, If you pray to the Lord to get rid of the frogs from me and my people, then I'll let the people go so that they can offer sacrifices to the Lord. Moses said to Pharaoh, Have it your way. When should I pray for you and your officials and your people to remove the frogs from your houses, courtyards, and fields? They'll stay only in the Nile. Pharaoh said, Tomorrow! Moses said, Just as you say. That way you will know that there is no one like the Lord our God. The frogs will leave you, your houses, your officials, and your people. They'll stay only in the Nile. After Moses and Aaron had left Pharaoh, Moses cried out to the Lord about the frogs that the Lord had brought on Pharaoh. The Lord did as Moses asked. The frogs died inside the houses, out in the yards, and in the fields. They gathered them together in big piles, and the land began to stink. But when Pharaoh saw that the disaster was over, he became stubborn again and wouldn't listen to them, just as the Lord had said. 
Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, Stretch out your shepherd's rod and hit the land's dirt so that lice appear in the whole land of Egypt. They did this. Aaron stretched out his hand with his shepherd's rod, hit the land's dirt, and lice appeared on both people and animals. All the land's dirt turned into lice throughout the whole land of Egypt. The religious experts tried to produce lice by their secret knowledge, but they weren't able to do it. There was lice on ant people and animals. The religious experts said to Pharaoh, this is something only God could do. But Pharaoh was stubborn and he wouldn't listen to them, just as the Lord had said. Today's epistle reading comes out of the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 3, verses 7 through 18. The ministry that brought death was carved in letters on stone tablets. It came with such glory that the Israelites couldn't look for, for long at Moses' face because his face was shining with glory even though it was a fading glory. Won't the ministry of the Spirit be much more glorious? If the ministry that brought condemnation was glory, how much more glorious is the ministry that brought, brings righteousness? In fact, what was glorious isn't glorious now because of the glory that is brighter. If the glory that fades away was glorious, how much more glorious is the one that lasts? So, since we have such a hope, we act with great confidence. We aren't like Moses, who used to put a veil over his face so that the Israelites couldn't watch the end of what was fading away. But their minds were closed right up to the present day the same veil remains when the Old Covenant is read. The veil is not removed because it is taken away by Christ. Even today, when Moses is read, a veil lies over their hearts. But whenever someone turns back to the Lord, the veil is removed. The Lord is the Spirit, and where the Lord's Spirit is, there is freedom. All of us are looking with unveiled faces at the glory of the Lord as if we were looking in a mirror. We are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to the next degree of glory. This comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Today's Gospel reading comes out of the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, verses 17 through 31. As Jesus continued down the road, a man ran up, knelt before him, and asked, Good teacher, what must I do to obtain eternal life? Jesus replied, Why do you call me good? No one is good except the one God. You know the commandments. Don't commit murder. Don't commit adultery. Don't steal. Don't give false testimony. Don't cheat. Honor your father and mother. Teacher, he responded, I've kept all these things since I was a boy. Jesus looked at him carefully and loved him. He said, You are lacking one thing. Go sell what you own and give the money to the poor. Then you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. But the man was dismayed at this statement and went away saddened because he had many possessions. Looking around, Jesus said to his disciples, It will be very hard for the wealthy to enter God's kingdom. His words startled the disciples, so Jesus told them again, Children, it's difficult to enter God's kingdom. It's easier for a camel to squeeze through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter God's kingdom. They were shocked even more and said to each other, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them carefully and said, It's impossible for, with human beings, but not with God. All things are possible for God. Peter said to him, Look, we've left everything and followed you. 
Jesus said, I assure you that anyone who has left house, brothers, sisters, mother, father, children, or farms because of me and because of the good news will receive 100 times as much from now in this life. Houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and farms with harassment and in the coming age, eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and many who are last will be first. He became sin, who knew no sin, that we might become his righteousness he humbled himself and carried the cross love so amazing love so Jesus Messiah, name above all names, blessed Redeemer, Emmanuel, the rescue for sinners. from heaven Jesus Messiah Lord of all His body the bread His blood the wine broken and poured out all for love the whole earth trembled and the veil was torn love so amazing love so Jesus Messiah, name above all names, blessed Redeemer, Emmanuel, the rescue for from heaven Jesus Messiah Lord of all All our hope is in you All our hope
The Apostles' Creed is a statement of Christian faith that has been handed down in Western Christianity for well over 1,500 years. While shorter than the Nicene Creed, it beautifully summarizes the core tenets of Christianity about the triune God and the people of God called the Church. It faithfully hands down through the ages the beliefs given to the Church by the first Apostles of Jesus Christ, generation to generation. Now, let's recite that faith handed down so beautifully together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace 
and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. Lord, during this season of Lent, give us the will to take up our cross and follow after your Son, Jesus Christ, in living a cruciform life. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words out of Psalm 140. I know that the Lord will take up the case of the poor and will do what is right for the needy. Yes, the Lord will give thanks to your name, and those who do right will live in your presence. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Jesus Messiah, performed by Tanner Hill and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's Epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's Gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels. <laughs>